The new look Twins late inning bullpen shuts down the Tigers along with Joe Ryan in a great start. Twins take the series. We're going to break it down on today's Lockdown Twins postcast. You are Locked On Twins postcast, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, your team every day. And welcome to another edition of our Lockdown Twins postcast. Today is Wednesday, August 3rd. I'm the host of Lockdown Twins, Nash Walker, here with writer and reporter at Access Twins, Brandon Warren. It's time to make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. Going on now, the Blue Nile anniversary sale. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. Twins beat the Tigers, Brandon. They take this series at home at Target Field. It's fun to see all these new guys in action. Michael Former pitches, Jorge Lopez pitches. But let's talk about who kicked this thing off, Brandon. Gave the Twins a 2-0 lead. Sandy Leone had a really nice day behind the plate. Yeah, well, I called a home run for him. It ended up being a double. I'll take partial half credit. But, yeah, what a fun day at the ballpark. You always love these afternoon games because then you can have the rest of your evening to do as you please. Although for you on the West Coast, I guess that's not a big thing. But, yeah, um, bounce back three for seven with runners in scoring position. A good way, too, to keep the other team off the scoreboard is to have it uh, just three opportunities, just three plate appearances today for Tigers batters with runners in scoring position. Great job by Joe Ryan. Great job by the offense to cash in when needed. And, oh, yeah. Jorge Lopez, he looked pretty good, too. Yeah, Swindini says, dang, that looks like a nasty playoff pitching order. Ryan for five, Fulmer, Thierbar Jax, Duran, Lopez. Here's what I think, Brandon. I mean, when you look at the American League, if you can get Jorge Lopez and Juan Duran, keep them healthy, and they continue to pitch like they have all year, I think those two match up against any back-end duo maybe in baseball. I think certainly in the American League with Houston and New York, they have their own duos, but I think the Twins are right there now. I think you have to be much more enthused with this bullpen when Emilio Pagan is no higher than fourth on the hierarchy. And that's depending on how you view, view, excuse me, Caleb Thielbar, Tyler Duffy, Yvonne Moran, any number of guys who've had success. I mean, they DFA Jarrell Cotton, who's had moments this year where he's been tough to hit. So I think that it, it showed, like I said, that they didn't need four relievers. You know, they needed two and they needed some guys to move back into less pressure roles. Certainly, it's a. I think it's disappointing that Joe Ryan was D, not Joe Ryan. Sorry, Joe Smith was DFA just because of the clubhouse presence and what he's meant in the big league career that he's had. But there's competition right now. Michael Fulmer looked good today. They, they have enough guys in the bullpen right now to make some noise for the rest of the season, and then dare I say October. Well, now you if you, if you go into tomorrow and some guys are unavailable, it's like. I know Roy and Dick were talking about, but it's so true that everybody gets moved down a peg. So if you need to go to like the B bullpen per se, that's mm-hmm. now Duffy, Pagan. Those that's different guys when before that was the A bullpen and the B bullpen was Cotton, who has done a nice job at times. But it's just such a deeper look, I think, not only at the top end, but just through and through the entire bullpen on a day-to-day basis. You know, you know, we didn't even mention Jax or McGill. I mean, those yeah. those guys have thrown the seventh and eighth inning many more times this season than you and I would have expected when we launched this show in April after the lockout. So 
Yeah, I think they're five or six deep with guys who can get people out late in games. And as the commenter, Mavi, just says, if I can steal that, Kenta and Alcala in the mix as well. They're going to have a rotation that's going to be short but useful in the postseason, and they're going to have a bullpen that can probably run longer than I think any of us ever expected. It's exciting. Joe Ryan was great today. Swindini says, Ryan, 18 swings and misses a career high. This was a great response, Brandon. Twins needed to win this game. You can't lose this series to Detroit, especially because they don't have a lot of these lighter games on the schedule as much moving forward. Only three more with Detroit. Right, only three more at Detroit. I think only a couple more series with Kansas City. The White Sox play Kansas City a whole lot, but they needed Joe Ryan to do what he did today after uh, the struggle bus in San Diego. I had some people asking me why only 78 pitches, but he only threw like 92 innings last season, so they're going to be very careful. And, you know, I don't think it's coincidental that the bullpen has basically been managed the same and the rotation the same, even though they have all these guys in the bullpen now, is care handle with care for these starters. And I think it's because they know how shallow they are at starting pitcher. If they lose a Joe Ryan, if they lose a Sonny Gray, if they lose any of those guys who are making starts for them on a regular basis, you know, then you're leaning heavier on a Bailey Ober if he ever gets healthier. Chris Archer, Dylan Bundy, those guys are fine to patch up the back of the rotation, excuse me, but they have to be careful with the Sonny Grays and Joe Ryans of the world. And I think Tyler Malley will probably fall on line there too. But I think we'll all be happy come September when those guys feel pretty fresh. Big weekend series with Toronto at Target Field. We're going to preview that first. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action or about the action happening right now. BetOnline is where the game starts. Toronto this weekend, Brandon, four-game set's going to start Thursday. I figure we'll see Sonny tomorrow and then Tyler Malley Friday. I think they're TBD. I think Sonny's actually set up for tomorrow. But this will be a big big weekend series. Barrios, Gaussman, I don't know if they'll see Manoa, uh, but it should be a fun one. I mean, just by the sheer fact of seeing four starters against Toronto, you're going to see basically the best they have. You know, Yunjin Ryu is out, hasn't been pitching, so – they're a little leaner than you might expect, but I suppose there's potential for a Barrios revenge game and all that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, against Toronto, you're going to see a good offense. You're going to see a good pitching staff, just like you would expect to see when you're up there in Toronto as well. Although I guess everybody's going to be eligible to play this time. Um, wink, wink, nod, nod. Um, it'll be good to see how they match up with Toronto because I still believe Toronto's a very good baseball team. I know New York has kind of blown everyone out of the water in the East, but if the uh, the Blue Jays can rally uh, under their new manager, I know Montoyo got fired a couple of, about a month ago, I think. Um, they've been interesting to keep an eye on, but they're going to make some noise. I'm scared of this Toronto team in the playoffs, playoffs excuse me. And so um, it'd be nice for the Twins to show up, split, or even take three or four. Well, I keep looking, and even if the Twins like lost the Central, God forbid, they lost in the division and they were in a, a wild card race, they have the tiebreaker over Tampa. They have the tiebreaker over Seattle, and you want to get this tiebreaker over Toronto. They've taken two out of three, so at a minimum, splitting this weekend will give you that tiebreaker over them as well. That's the number one tiebreaker in general, and for the wild card in the division is head-to-head. So that makes it uh, an interesting series as well. What do you expect to see from these twin starters, Brandon, now that Tyler Malley is added to the rotation, you figure we'll see some more stability here. No question about it. And 
it'll be it'll be curious to see how they shake out the back end if Ober gets healthy because you know it's Bundy, it's Archer, Smelter's kind of been buzzing around, and they've had a, a few different guys kind of filter in and out. Um, Aaron Sanchez pitched really well, and they got DFA'd, just kind of the business of of the baseball business. And so, I, I I'm just I'm excited to see how it all kind of plays out. I think that Malley gets probably a little bit longer of a uh, I hate using the term leash because baseball men hate, hate, hate the word leash. Don't ever say leash to Ron Gardenhier. He will tie you up in a leash. But um, I, I wonder if he'll get more uh, grace. Leeway. 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 There we go. Yeah. To go maybe you know into the sixth, seventh inning. But, again, it's just anytime you can chew up the equivalent of 180 innings over a full season with a guy who has this guy's stuff and uh, mound presence and all that, it's a huge move, and they didn't have to give up any of their top big guys. They get they got rid of some guys that some of the prospect gurus over at Twins Daily or wherever really liked. But as far as like the studs, the Royce Lewises, the Simeon Woods Richardsons, they didn't have to do that. I think that's a big win. I know it's the Tigers, but I just for the first time all year, it feels like there is reliability in the bullpen, and that there's a little bit more in the rotation as well. Especially if Mally can reach the ceiling, I hope for him, and I think the Twins hope for him. The volatility index has decreased exponentially. Yes. And just having knowing you have those guys back there is it's it's just a different feeling. Now you have that Fulmer Thielbar yeah. kind of platoon duo in the middle innings. It just feels so much better than it did uh, 48 well, hours ago. And I think Fulmer has been just death to right-handed hitters, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Super so, tough. Super like tough. A, Two something weighted on base average or something. I think. Did you tweet something like that? Yeah, they have like a 401 OPS. Yeah. So I mean, um, you're going to have lefties that can be set down by Thiel Bar, who's, you know, he's more than capable, but they're going to have righties who can get lefties out too. They're going to match up well against pretty much anybody they go up against the rest of the way, especially though the very right-handed White Sox with Abreu and Robert and Jimenez and you name it. So I like where they're at. You saw how Lopez pitches too. Just sink or just ground straight into the ground. They're just it's like a the ball. Uh, to 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 have a callback to a former Orioles reliever, it's like a right-handed Zach Britton. Uh, Britton mm-hmm. obviously, you know, he was like 70-80% grounder, so it's not quite that heavy. But the strikeouts, man. Uh, I I was on this guy last year. Patrick Royce, he said something, and I'm like, I've been saying this for a while. Boy, am I glad he's on the twin side now. Really glad he's in that bullpen. Hopefully help yep. perspective for not only this year, but the next two years as well. Brandon, thank you so much, twins. Take the series, Mavi will finish. The thing has wiffle ball movement. It's not fair. Finally, a couple yep. of weapons back there for the yep. Twins. Brandon, thank you. We'll talk this weekend, sir. And thanks, everyone, for joining Lockdown Sports Minnesota. Come, comment, like, subscribe. Let us know. Thanks, Brandon.